Welcome to another NY Jets Fans Podcast with host Davin Sharman and Chris. As we get into week three of football, um, please make sure y'all follow us on Twitter, NY Jets. I'm at Jets Fans Podcast and Instagram, NY Jets Fans Podcast. Um, before we get into the uh, Jets and Browns game, the results and what happened, um, Antonio Brown just announced that he retired. Uh, basically, he had gotten cut by the Patriots due to um, sexual allegations with two two females and then got cut. So now he went from $15 million to just 129000 for the game against the Dolphins. Um, is, is this, is this the, was that the right move to make by the Patriots? And should, should Brown retire? Listen, listen man, um, this conversation is not going to be that long for me. Uh, uh, he needs to go find out, fix whatever, uh, his, get his affairs in order um, before he even um, be tweet, tweeting about, oh, he's tired and he doesn't want to play football anymore. What he needs to go do is figure out, you know, what his legal affairs are and his emotional and mental state. And then he could think about football. So I ain't even really paying attention to the whole, oh, he's retired thing. This dude sound like he's looking for attention and whatever, man. I, I'm done with him anyway. Doesn't matter to me. Yeah, no, I agree. And you know what? To be honest, um, the Patriots made a huge mistake even signing him in the first place. They should have never even bothered with him with all the issues surrounding him. And they and the rest of the league should have just turned their back on him. But I'm sure somebody would have gave him a shot if it wasn't for the Patriots. He's but way too talented. Yeah, he is. He's, talent is – talent, you know – overshadows everything else, which is pretty um, – this guy is a piece of garbage, and he does not deserve to be in this league. You know, it's as simple as that. And uh, you know what? Him By by him saying he's not going to play in the league anymore is like saying me, you, or David is not going to play in the league anymore. You know? Because if nobody wants you, you know what I mean? <laughs> the Jets don't want us to play for them, so we could say the same thing. Yeah, I'm not going to play in the league anymore. That's exactly what it means. Same thing. But, nothing. So – yeah. Like, Good riddance. That's what I say about him. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I will Pretty say simple. this. I will say is that um, I've been said that he's going to retire due to due to the fact that uh, he – I don't know. He changed. I don't know how the Patriots was – I meant not Patriots. I don't know how the, the Steelers was able to deal with him <laughs> so long and not be able to see what, what happened. I don't know if the concussion against the Bengals – Made him act the way how he's acting now, or what? But I, I want to. I'm gonna shout yeah. out to the Steelers organization for dealing with that for so many for so long, yep. and now that they don't have to deal with it, it all played out in their favor. You know, so they got they got their picks, and basically now Brown is out of out of his money, <laughs> and he thinks the NFLPA is gonna help him on a forty million dollar guarantee that wasn't promising so uh yeah mr brown you, you you're a clown man go go get some help seriously <laughs> so let's move let's move along forget about you mr brown but let's move along um jets lost to the they lost to the browns um oh my goodness uh we we, we don't have too many pros about about the game but uh so let's get into it what 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 you think what y'all think happened with this game and why it went so sour. 
<laughs> so many reasons. Yeah. So many, <laughs> so many bad things. I mean, uh, uh, bad luck, uh, whatever that means. Um, the fact that your 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 quarterback, your starting quarterback, gets mono, which you can't figure. You know, you still can't like really make sense of. And then your your backup quarterback comes in. He doesn't look that convincing either. But then ends up getting injured. You know, uh, I don't know, man. And then you have your starting middle linebacker that played so great in the first game out, and then your your uh, your power up the middle with Quinnen Williams is out and might not come back until after the after the the um after the break. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, there's so many so many things going on. Um, I know, I know when things like that are going on, it's easy for you to try to point, point fingers at one at people and say, oh, it's Gase's fault because his, his offense is vanilla. And, and, and oh, it's the, Quinn and Williams is, 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 you should have never picked Quinn and Williams and whatever that is, you know, or everybody's bashing Leo Williams because he has been very quiet. And that's understandable, you know, to a point, you know, uh, but, um, there's so many things going wrong for the Jets right now. I think all we could uh, really uh, pray for is for everybody to most, almost every, for everybody that still could play, come back healthy after the break and put a charge on and probably win, you know, most of the games, the remaining games and, you know, be competitive. Yeah, I think that, you know, the big thing is they're hoping that uh, Donald comes back after the bye week which would be great, but uh, at this point, you know, you know, you could, uh, I can't see his winning today, so forget that, but uh, that game was just, it was doomed from the beginning. You know, we had our backup quarterback in, then he got hurt, then you're bringing in Falk, who hasn't played at all in a regular season game. You know, he looked okay, but then again, you could say, you know, they were also playing back a little bit on him too, and so... Man, I mean, everything went bad in that game. The defense held their own early on, so it wasn't horrible. Uh, benching Tremaine Johnson looks like that was the best move they did because the corners played pretty decent. Yes. You know, even though Beckham did have a great game, and I think we were expecting that. <laughs> Nobody's going to cover him. So, um, But for the most part, I thought they did pretty solid, you know, the first half of the game. But, you know, while we were watching the game, we were talking – back and forth through our texts, we were saying that <clears throat> the offense not doing anything is going to catch up with the defense because they're going to be on the field so much that they're going to tire out, you know, and, and eventually it happens. You know, that happens on any game you watch. When an offense doesn't do anything, even if the defense is playing well, eventually it catches up, you know. Yeah, unless, unless you have a Baltimore Ravens, you know, all-world type of off, um, defense, Right. Your, you know, the the offense is gonna kill your defense, and yeah. and we, and we don't have enough on this team to, you know, to make up for the penalties. You know, uh, I think I think I, there was six pre snaps penalties, man. Pre snap penalties, like this is ridiculous, man. I mean, this is stuff that you need to get out of, get out of. You know, um, um, yeah, those, a, that's that's inexcusable. Yeah, you know, that, that's it. I'm offsides and, and on defense and uh, and um, and and you know and uh, you know the the jumping on on offsides on the offense. I mean, like 
It, it's ridiculous. The fact that they keep doing that, they don't. You know the count. You know the the quarterback tells you the count. I mean, I don't understand. Um, the O line is bad. The O line is bad. Yeah. Uh, Khalil Khalil has not been the guy we thought he was gonna be. Not that anyone. I don't think any Jet fan actually thought he was gonna be an all the world center. We just thought that we would be getting at least because of his knowledge of the game and his years of experience, we would be getting at least an average type center. That this guy is not an average type center. No. He does not even look like a backup. That's how bad it is. He's like I mean, he's, he 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 over like there was plays where even um yes, communication is, is a major factor because uh um there's multiple times um they uh, they miscommunicated on calls where he was supposed to block one side and he blocks the other side or he overcommitted on one side and letting some guy wide open on the other side and beach him. Yeah, oh, that's what I was just about my to say. Goodness. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Beecham, listen. Terrible. He's a decent, he's a decent tackle, but he is not the fact that you everybody's like, "Oh, it's Miles Garrett, it's Miles Garrett." Listen to me. If you've been in the league for that long, man, your technique should be sound enough that you could at least put, have a fighting chance against this guy. You cannot make him make you look so bad. You know, it's, yeah. I mean, he basically lambasted him for a whole game. Mm-hmm. The, the whole game, he could not do anything with this kid. It's ridiculous. His technique is all over the place, and he's always have an issue. He's always had an issue with power. He's not that strong of a guy, man. He's big, not that strong of a guy. He always gets bullied by, by longer, stronger um, ends, and that's a bad look, man. Um, yeah. um, Winters... Uh, I mean, the the Winters has is is one of those guys where you see you could see the potential because a lot of plays last year when you see him, he traps guys on on gets guys hands down and traps them. You know, you you're like, man, that you know that's the guy we need. You know, he's not again not a clearly above average guard, but he's good enough. He should be able to do. He's getting himself into issues where he's playing too high. He's playing too high. Oh, his hand placement's horrible. Shooting wide with his hands, and I'm, I'm like, man. And you can't make those mistakes against guys like Ogunjobi that that uh, in the Browns is one of those guys nobody talks about in the league. That's elite, basically, you know. So I don't know, man. Uh, it, it, it just looks bad. Look bad. I mean, to give to give Khalil a little bit of an excuse. I mean, the guy was retired up until what maybe. Uh, three weeks before the season started or a month before the season started. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I w- we knew he was going to start off slow, but, I mean, this is really yeah, this bad. Is, yep. Really bad. Oh, I mean, man. but the, the rest of the line should pick him up. I mean, or maybe even can they start uh, – what's his name at center instead? Harrison. Uh, Harrison. Harrison? Ha- I yeah. would start him until Khalil is up to speed maybe. You know, maybe they should try that this week. We'll see because yeah. it I mean, looks like the Jets – they don't have any qualms in sitting guys. They don't care. If you're not performing, they'll yeah, sit you. Yeah, they seen that. And you know what? And they did sit him towards the end of the game, right? Yes, they did, yes. So, uh, you know, so we'll, we'll see, man. I, that's what I would do. I would start Harrison this week. Um, I, I'm not sure what they're doing, but I would definitely start Harrison over Julio. Um, they need I, – I don't I – don't, I'm not, like, totally into that because I still think – I don't think that he's he he can't regain some form 
I think I think they just if they kind of button up their communication, which has been a major issue. There, there's a reason why you see in at point at points in time you see in three to four linemen instantly behind behind the line of scrimmage. It's because they're not in sync. They're not, you know, you should be, especially in that zone blocking scheme, you should be able to at least get in a defense in a defender's way long enough for the running back to get in get into position, get into a hole. The fact that they can't is means that they're not in sync, you know. Offensive line is is a, is a lot about technique, man. You know, it's a lot about coordination and 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 if you don't have that, no matter how strong you are, man, it guys will make you look like like fools, you know. So it's um I think there's a chance that they could catch that. I think if they I know it looks really bad right now. I think I still have faith that Khalil could catch some form of what he used to be, man. But right now, it just looks really bad. Yeah. Um. The only thing I'm, other than Miles Garrett tossing Beecham around like a rag doll. Um. My my positive. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out Robbie Anderson for that hell of a catch on the uh, sideline. Yes, awesome. Yes. Hell of a catch. And uh, yes. Other than Bell fumble, Bell with the fumble, he actually tried. Um, and Luke Falk actually looked looked okay. I'm not gonna say he oh he was a god. No, he he has he had a little this and a little bit of that. So um, yeah, I I actually almost, had. Uh, yeah, sorry sorry, Davin. I actually yeah. need. I really wanted to say, point out, Luke Falk actually looked really good. His understanding of where the ball is supposed to go in the offense is going to help a lot. He's not really gifted at anything, but his anticipation was really something that I saw. There was one play that I was watching, kind of a, it looked like a, a, a kind of a spacing concept with a post on the backside. It looked like a post or, uh, um, uh, I think it was Bellamy running it. It was like a kind of a, a post or a slant, but it was a higher slant, more like a 12 to 15 yard one. And he, he put the ball on Bellamy, like basically like the ball was there and Bellamy dropped it. And it was in that process of him kind of getting in the game. And I think if, if that catch happened, he might've gotten into a kind of a flow. And uh, I think that messed up. I think the, also, I think there was a throw, I'm trying to remember where, who threw, which, who, there was a throw to Robbie Anderson that was taken, that was called back on a holding call by Beecham. Oh, yeah, that was, was a 30-yard, it was a 30-yard uh, play. Yeah, yeah, uh, um, you know, things like that take into, like, when you take those things into consideration, they kind of, uh, you know, take you out of your flow, especially if you haven't played football, like, live football like that for a long period of time, and I think that kind of, uh, hampered him a little bit. I think you will see a better flow if they could get, manufacture uh, completions for him. And I think he's one of those guys that could do that. Uh, uh, he's not like, he kind of reminds me of a Case Keenum kind of guy. You know, like they could, they could kill you if you give them a flow. If they get into a nice flow, they could kill you, you know. I so think, um, I think he had better opportunities than Simeon because Simeon looked at I don't know. It was I don't know if it was like offbeat or because he hadn't started in a while. It just didn't look right. You know, when when we saw Luke Fault, Luke Fault was actually trying to move the ball on the field. It was a good call by Gates to uh, go forward on fourth down because we needed the touchdown. We almost yes. uh, actually yeah, had two touchdowns mm -hmm. uh, with Luke Fault. 
Um, Bell fumbled the ball, and we missed the fourth down play. But Luke Falk seemed like he had a little bit more rhythm than Simeon because we definitely did not move the ball around Simeon. And I know, you know, play calling is is due to it as well, but Simeon just didn't have that flow, you know, so it Agreed. just didn't look too good. And Yeah, with Simeon, it looked like he was holding on to the ball way too long. Like he wasn't making a, a quick enough decision. Yeah, you know, and that and that's the thing. Like, yeah, like I said, like I said, um, Falk Falk seemed to know where the ball was supposed to go on the offense. Basically, he off the snap, he knew where in the defense the ball was supposed to go from what he saw pre-snap, and that that meant the ball was out, even if it wasn't a completion at the time. The fact that he could have gotten the ball, he was getting the ball out of his hand, it was something encouraging to me. You know, yeah. again. You know, it's not something I'm not thinking that he's going to be some kind of uh, all world guy. But I think that that's that was that was something that was encouraging. Yeah. Simeon to me, like every time he dropped back, it was he was under pressure or he was just sitting back and just looking, 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 looking. So to me, it was like, I mean, think about Falk hasn't started at all. He hasn't played at all in the regular season. So uh, to me, there was no excuse. I mean, the guy's got to you got to get rid of the ball, you know, within two seconds. You know, with three seconds at the most, you got to get rid of the ball, or you better yeah. be running, or throw the ball away. And he was doing neither. So yeah, pat, 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 pat in the ball. They, they, you know, that's a bad look for yeah. a quarterback. That means you, you're not understanding what you're seeing. There's something right. is wrong with your, with your view of what the offense is and what the view of what the think about his doing. his stats with three of six for three yards. That's not good. <laughs> no, and fault twenty of twenty five for one hundred ninety eight. That's real decent. And now it's in yeah. a, what, a, a little more than a half, right? I think he came in you, the first half ended. The, yeah. the, quest, the question about that is, like, how much of this is the fact that the Browns came in game planning for Simeon and what they know he did, did by watching tape, mm-hmm. and they never really had too much of a game plan for Falk because they didn't right. think that was – well, you know, you don't, you don't really – you know, the way teams game plan, uh, I don't, yeah, you don't back. put that much into, you know – game planning for a backup. So I I would like to see what he looks like this today to see, you know. Yeah, this is a know, big challenge for him against uh, yes. Belichick, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Very true. <laughs> so let's let's get into this. Uh, the, before we get into this, uh, let's talk about uh, Adams being benched. Uh, I know they – I know it was a rumor went around. He stopped – he put the Jets off his social media. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to be gone. Like, uh, what, uh, what kind of rumor is this? Come, come on, man. <laughs> Chris, Chris, uh, uh, Chris, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, you know what? I, I got – I kind of read from both sides. Like, today I read something about Rex Ryan. He was all pissed off about it. He mm. should – you know – Adams is like the, you know, he's playing like a Jed and oh, this shut up, Rex. Right? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I, 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 but you know what? I think Gase kind of did the right thing. It was at the end of the game. He, you know, he just committed two straight penalties. You know, he was starting to get a little erratic. And then you know what? Maybe the third penalty is going to be a personal foul and a fine, and maybe even a, you know, one of those kind of hits like where he's going to get suspended. So you know what? Just let him cool down. I, I think it was. Listen, it didn't matter. At the, it was at the end of the game. It was, what, the last five plays or whatever it was. So, to me, it's no big deal. I think Gase did the right thing. Um, but I understand from the other end, Jed, yeah, you, you're the leader. You want to keep him out there. And, you know, uh, Rex Ryan was saying, if you can't, you know, if you're not going to win the game, you got to beat them physically. And 
uh, I don't know. Yeah, he he hasn't won anything, so you know what? I don't want to even. But I I I'm okay with Gase what he did, and he's not going anywhere. Trust me, I don't think the owners are going to let him go anywhere. Um, Adams isn't here. Adams is not going anywhere. People need to calm down. (laughs) Right. People people need to calm down. Uh, I think Gase. I think I think Gase is did the right thing because sometimes you have to. You know, you have to uh, – players want to play, and they're playing, they're in the game, their adrenaline is pumping, and you have to make a call sometimes when they don't even want to. When they don't want to, you know, pull back, you got to be able to pull them back. You know, and I think him – I think um, Adams has been frustrated because I I don't have any real proof of that because that's something I might have to go down and watch on film and see. Um, but it seems to me that offenses are taking – way like careful like they've been very careful with him they're paying attention to him they're they're like uh playing away from him they're making sure they run their offense away from him (laughs) like right like you base like when you come to play the jets you know you know um a lot of times you know um on 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 defense you any team you know you look for the guy that that's the most disruptive one and you pick on him you know, basically probably sending two guys to block him or, you know, or picking him or whamming him or something, you know, making sure plays run away from him. And think about and it. And I think, I think that's what's frustrating him um, uh, because we he's been really have, quiet. Think about it. We should have three players like that on the field, right? We should have Adams, we should have Mosley, and we should have Quinn and Williams. Yes. Those three guys, are the exact type of player you're talking about, those three players to me are the players that, you know, the opposing teams like, all right, we gotta we gotta worry about Adams, we gotta worry about where Mosley is, and we gotta worry about where Williams is as well. Right. And unfortunately, you know, two out of the three are hurt, are yes. not playing probably today too. So but that's the kind of that's the kind of defense you want. It's great that you have Adams, but we should have two more guys out there like that as well. That the defense yeah. are or I mean the the offenses are like, all right, we gotta worry about those guys, you know. And I want to I, I want to shout out I want to shout out um, Devin shout out both Hairston and 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 Roberts. Yeah. I know Roberts had that one holding call which he does he does that way too often where he gets himself caught flat-footed and when the player tricks him into you know into biting in and then the player goes out where he reaches out and he grabs uh he needs to stop that but Hairston man yeah Hairston hey, looking he, real good yeah, yeah he good. played he's played his, I think he it was good butt pickup. off. Yeah, he played his butt off. So I definitely want to shout him out. And I, I mean, uh, like I said, um, if Johnson can't play, or, or, or even like, you know, how these guys look like they really were so hungry. If he can't bring that hunger on the field, we don't need him on the field. I don't care if we're paying him sixty million dollars or not. And that's what Gase is doing. You know, he's like, I don't care what you're getting paid. You know, and that's yeah. that's good. You know. True. Yeah. Um. I think I think also Adams was heated uh, because he's because of a uh, roughing the passer call. Oh yeah, that was yep. so bad. bad it's, it's getting the terrible. Ball. This roughing the passer calls is getting terrible. He didn't even but hit him. I think he pushed him. To he be honest, him. He yeah, played, he pushed him. The same thing happened with the uh, Broncos and the Bears. When oh, the Bears should have lost that game, and mm-hmm. and Bradley Chubb mm-hmm. got called. Wow, roughing the passer call. These roughing the passer That's calls so- are starting to get ridiculous. They are. Also, the holding calls are getting ridiculous too, because all of a sudden now they're calling holding. This is the damn NFL. Like, I, I don't know. Listen, I've been, I, I'm. 
there's multiple people that have been fan. Like Chris has probably been an NFL fan longer than I have, um, um, because I'd say for the past, I've only been an NFL fan for like 25 years, you know. But um, but I'm like I've never seen any kind of football that didn't have a little holding in. Some there's some holding going on somewhere a little bit. You know, not nothing egregious to the point, but there's always a little something. What now? You're gonna start watching everything everybody does and like blow the whistle for it? That's ridiculous. Oh, this is so this bad. Is, the gonna, got, they got a serious problem. You know, like they gotta either start paying these guys. I think it was right. Didn't someone? I, I was reading. Oh, I should have saved it. But they gotta start paying them as a full-time employee. You know, so this way these guys are not. Think about it. All these guys that have retired and gone into the booth now, you hear them on, on TV. I mean, they're getting paid just as much, probably, or more, sitting up in the booth talking about the refereeing and not dealing <laughs> with the pressure and, the, uh, and dealing with the, you know, playing outside and all that crap. Now they can sit up in the booth and talk, right? Yeah. That's why a lot of those former players and, and former coaches are on TV and everything. They're getting paid good money. And what are they doing? They're just talking about the game. They have no pressure. They don't have to, you know, worry about studying game film and all that about this and that. You know what? They're just talking they about it. They still do. They have to. They, they don't. do, but not with the pressure. You know, they're not up all night, you know, like the uh, coaches and players, some of the players do now. But so it's the NFL's got to start paying their officials more money or whatever they got to do. I think that's part of the problem. I think the other part of it is the agenda they're trying to pull. I think the fact that they're pushing this agenda of, uh, of, of player safety, they, I think they're going overboard. You know, they're being way too careful. This is a gladiator sport at the end of the day. I know it's cliche. I know everybody says the same thing, but it's true. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's two big, strong men running at ridiculous speeds at each other. A lot of bad things gonna happen, you know. So, so that you can't blame Adams for pushing Baker there, because Baker could have faked the throw, like like Adam Gates said in one of his um in one of his press conferences. He could have faked like he was throwing the ball, and if Adam had pulled up, he could have ran to come for 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 first down, because it was just Adams. That was it. If he if he had faked out Adams, he would have gone. What where where do you draw the line? You understand me? So I don't know. I don't, I don't know neither. But well, I guess. <laughs> Let's look, before we get into the the Jets Patriots preview and our predictions, um, let's get into some NFL news. Uh, Ramsey yaks for a trade. Uh, but the Jags owner Shad um Shad Kong said um he wants to make him the highest paying cornerback. Uh, what deal? What need what deal would have to be done for Ramsey be moved, and like what what deal should uh, Ramsey get if if he stays with the Jags? Right, well, Ramsey Ramsey should get uh, uh, a, at least about what Johnson's getting here, oh, <laughs> getting with the Jets. He's, he's probably getting gonna get north of that. So because he yeah. is in 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 a in, in, I can't you don't have to mince words. I mean, which corner is playing like him right now? Like plays as well as him. I mean, there's a there's a couple a handful of young guys that are coming up, but with the experience and the the you know, you know, and the resume, I think I think the kid is probably the best corner in the league. You know, you have to pay him like that, and and that's a commodity that you, I don't think it's worth it. it. 
these teams are trading away players like, oh, they could just buy one in the draft. No, you can't. Not the Raiders, the like Raiders, that. the Raiders still can't find a Mac. Because you know why you can't find a Mac? Because they only make a bunch, a handful of them, and over 40, 50 years, you only find like two or three of those guys. You know, it's very rare to find them. So when you have them on your team, you try your best not to get rid of them for no no apparent reason. You know, so so I I, I agree with the with the owner. I I would keep him around. You know. This is the thing, though. Which I don't. I don't know how they're going to fit him in because um, the other cornerback, his teammate, he's he's one of the highest paid corners as well. Yeah, boy, so yeah. now they going to put not, and he's going to get paid more than him. So right now, I think it's like fourteen million, thirteen, fifteen million. So he's well, going to have to get paid more than that. You know, right I'm now, put it to, right yeah, now, I'm Bobby, a, he makes thirteen uh-huh. million base salary. Yeah. That's his base. So, obviously, he's going to want more than that, <laughs> you know? So, and he so look, how old, how old is Boye now? Isn't he on the backside of his career now? Uh, I'll just check right now. He's like uh, in, his late, in his late 20s or something like that, right? He's about 28. He's right. 28. Right. So, so this, is, this is what I'm saying. He signed like, for two more years. Right. So, what I'm saying is that I would try, like, you could find a way to, to, to keep him, you know? There, there's... There's multiple ways that, that you could play with the cap to pay this guy. My ish, my thing is like you don't have you don't have you you have Boye on the contract for the next two years. You don't have to give him more money. Um, I think I think it is what it is. I think if you sign if you sign the kid um the Ramsey, you know, like I said, he's too mu- he's a com- a commodity you can't really replace. It's hard, man, especially in a league where you we again we spoke about this. The people are, offenses are throwing the ball. <laughs> A lot, oh, yeah. you know, and you need guys that could cover, but don't not also with all these RPO stuff going on and all these, you know, all these, uh, you know, rollout quarterbacks and athletic quarterbacks. You need corners that could tackle. You know what? I could see them, Ramsey gives you all of those. Yeah, I could see them signing Ramsey after this season or even this season if they have the cap space and then trade him Boye next offseason. Because he's got two years left, right? So if he's got two years left, making thirteen million, whatever, he's still gonna he's still gonna get a decent package back for him. So yeah, if they could get a young guy, a younger guy, I mean, yeah, to um to replace him, you know, across from Ramsey, you know, um, yeah, I mean, I could see that, you know, yeah. We'll see. Right now, right now, the Jaguars got ten million dollars in cap space. They could they could fix that. They, yeah, there's yeah. places they could fix that. They yeah they, they could have structure and yeah you know yeah. so I I could but I could see them trading you know the other guy instead of him you know because he's younger he's better keep him trade the other guy you know because it's hard you know with the cap it's it's tough to put they would be putting almost forty million dollars in one position on just two players you know right. a lot. Yeah. I don't see Ramsey going anywhere. Um, I could see the coach. The owner loves him, so I, I could see the coach getting fired, and then they sign him to the biggest uh, contract of, and cornerback. That's about it. I don't see. I don't see Ramsey going anywhere, um, unless if they get two first round picks, which I don't see that happening nowhere. Especially with the draft, um, going to look uh, very good in the next two seasons, possibly. So I don't. After the two seasons, I don't know. So, 
just think, I, I'll, let me give you a quick number range right here. Next season, okay, for next season, they're actually, they're actually above the, uh, the cap before it even starts. Marcel Darius is going to get – his cap hit is $22.5 million. Nick Foles Yay. is 22. Kelius Campbell is 17.5. Mm. Bouye is 15.5. Miles Jack is 15.4. Hmm. Uh, the guard Norwell is fourteen and a half. I remember that. Yeah, Ramsey thirteen seven. Then you got Marquise Lee eight point seven. Fournette's only eight point six. So just looking at that, they got a little cap issue here that they got to worry about. You know, yeah, it's oh, great. they it will fix it. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm telling, I'm telling you right now. Like, there's some of those guys. To, they're above there's the some, cap. So <laughs> there's some of those guys right now that is, uh, that are not performing up to that money. So. Uh, right. Trust me when I tell you, they they will be able to renegotiate some of those contracts and stuff and find them find their a way down under that. All right, um, let's get a quick take on Eli Man and he got benched and uh, Daniel Jones is starting. Is that the right move for the Giants? Yeah, I think so. Sooner, sooner the better. I thought, you know what? Uh, uh, right now, <laughs> the whole thing was that Manning's career record right now stands at five hundred. So I think it's best that he does uh, do it now and. And not after a couple of more weeks, and then his career record would be below 500. But anyway, I, I thought it was the right move. You know what? The Giants aren't going anywhere this year with Manning or anybody. So you know what? You may as well throw the kid in and see what he could do this year. Let him take his lumps. If he's the right guy, then you know what? Going forward, you're going to have a nice pick next year, and you don't need a quarterback. If he looks like that bad, then they can they have to draft another quarterback. But I would put him in and see what he could do. I mean, they don't. Uh, the biggest problem for me with the Giants right now is they got no receivers for him to throw to. You oh, know, yeah. Eight's out. What, up, uh, what about that the defense? Oh, the deep. Forget about the defense. <laughs> I've, that's what I'm saying. They got no shot. They made, made Josh Allen yeah. look good. <laughs> so it doesn't matter who's, who's quarterbacking for them because their defense is not going to be able to hold back anybody. You know, their defense is just going to give up points like crazy. And this week they're playing Tampa Bay, you know, in Winston. So, um, yeah, I, I thought it was the right move. And, you know, it is a good time to do it against Tampa Bay. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, what's his name? Uh, our old coach is going to be blitzing the heck out of him, obviously. You know, Bowles is going to be sending the kitchen sink at him. So, but, you know what? I thought it was the right move. Yeah, I just – my question about the move is not – if it's not the right move, why is why now? Why not before? You know, because don't tell me you went into the season, watched, looked at that team, and thought that they were gonna go somewhere. That's it. I don't like yeah. I don't I don't understand what what changed in two games because you could say whatever you want about Eli Manning. He didn't cause them to go zero and two. It wasn't really his fault. You know, I mean, I mean, he didn't play really well in the last game there, but still. Yeah, no, that you know, I agree with. The, the fact, the fact that the fact that they 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 have no talent on defense is practically one of the reason reasons why that they they haven't played that well and they lost. It's nothing really to do with Eli Manning. So what has changed in two games that'll change your mind so much? That's the that's my question about well, the whole thing. Of, they have a lot of questions in that way because think about it. Last year too, it's the same thing, and even two years ago, why didn't you draft? one of the quarterbacks instead of Barkley, you know, did you really think you had a shot at this, you know, at playing well? I think they wanted to give Manning one more shot last year and then this year. I, a big mistake, but, you know, because he just doesn't have a good team around him. Because 
Tom Brady could be quarterback in this team and it wouldn't matter. You know, it's just, yeah. it's just not a, a good lot, team. Until, like I said, uh, like uh, Giants fans, I, I intimately talk to me all the time because one of my coworkers is a very big Giants fan and he tells me all the time about all his, his uh, feel, their feelings towards the team and where they, you know, where they think they're going to go and stuff like that. And um, and all I'm saying is this, that all these um, um, things that uh, Gettleman has done that everybody's praising, on, I'm, I'm not praising it until I see it bear fruit. You know, for me, for me, unless Daniel Jones, again, you know, we might, we might have like kind of, uh, one of, one of, I think one of the things in this process, learning how, to uh, grade players properly on their performance in college, but not all only that, but watching the teams they go to and if their talents kind of match the kind of offenses they're going to go to and all this stuff it has to be taken into consideration when you talk about where players go from college. And I think we've, we've, a lot of us have, have been, you know, have you know, taken a stance on Daniel Jones that we shouldn't have because we don't know. You know, yes, he played at Duke, and you know the truth is we've never heard of good Duke play quarterbacks or whatever. Not that many of them, anyway. Um, no, none. But the, <laughs> none. But none. the fact the fact of the matter is, he has certain skills that could make him into an NFL quarterback. That's the only. There's a reason why they drafted him. It's not right. a. It's not like Gettleman is totally blind. You know, he might be bullheaded. You know. I, like he's shown over the years, but he's not, he's not, you know, he's not, uh, 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 like he doesn't, he knows enough football. He, you know, I think Daniel Jones could be an okay quarterback. We will see, you know, um, but, but there's a lot of questionable moves, man, there with the Giants. Uh, we'll, we'll see where that, where this all goes. Yeah. They, they, they're basically in a rebuild. I mean, let's call it what it is. I mean, they could say whatever they want, but this is basically a rebuild for them because their defense is, horrendous absolutely horrendous they got a decent offensive line so i think daniel jones is going to have you know decent protection in front of him because they have improved their offensive line and you know he does have barkley behind him so maybe he'll get the ball a lot but you know but i i think it's still the right move it's probably a little late like you said it should have been from day one this year you know but i guess they wanted to give manning a shot i, I don't know i don't understand their mentality because to me, they're in the middle of a rebuild, and you know. Yeah, um, let's let's move along. <laughs> yeah, let's move along to uh, Big Ben out for the season, um, elbow elbow surgery. Uh, um, Drew Brees is out for six weeks as well. Um, how would this affect uh, both the Steelers and the Saints? Exactly. <laughs> I think I think it's gonna hit. I think it's gonna impact the Steelers more than the the Saints because the Saints have two mm. decent backups behind uh, uh, Breeze. You know, they got Bridgewater and then they got the other guy uh, Hillis, right? Peyton. What's Hill. his name? I think it was Hill. Hill. Something like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's pretty good too. So I, I think they're they're gonna be okay. I think they could hold the fort down. Mason Rudolph, Mason Rudolph, we don't really know a lot about him in the NFL. Obviously, he was a good college quarterback, but um, we haven't seen that much of him yet. So he's the one that I think, you know, we don't know as much, and that one is could go the other way, and they've already lost two games too. Right. Saints, Saints are in a better position. 
and they're getting their quarterback back. The, the Steelers, they're not getting Big Ben back all year. So Mason, it's Mason or whoever, you know. <laughs> I think I think between those two teams, uh, if you if you would on the face of it, think about who's the better, who has the better play caller. Oh, Saints. Exactly. You, you know, Sean Payton is, 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 has been known to be one of the better play callers in the league for a very long time. Uh, um, not, and then not only does he, he's, he's such a great play caller, he has the players to execute his play calling. You know, Thomas, uh, uh, the kid, the running back, um, I can't think of his name off the top Kamara. of my head right now. Kamara. Yeah, they, they, and, and their offensive line is one of the better ones in the league. So if if anybody if anybody's gonna survive uh, the injury to their starting quarterback, it's to me it's gonna be the Saints. You know, off the top, I think I think the Steelers are struggling at a lot of things right now. Um, uh, they might settle down uh, because they have talent. You know, um, they might settle down over time. Uh, but like Chris just said, uh, uh, the QB is a question mark. We don't know what Ru- Rudolph is. As a as an NFL quarterback, we don't know what to you know take from that, you know. But that's um that's horrible, man. When you lose your starting quarterback in the NFL, that that's you know that's really bad, man. That you know it's hard to recover from that. Yeah, especially a team that you know definitely had Super Bowl possibilities this year. The Steelers, you know, they have a good team, so that's definitely gonna hurt. I wonder, you know, there's <laughs> there's a team that's uh, tanking right now. That does have a veteran quarterback. That, <laughs> I like. <laughs> I like. I like where you're going with this. Might see a little Fitzmagic in Pittsburgh. I'm just saying, <laughs> if Mason Rudolph doesn't do much here, well, Josh oh Rosen. Josh Rosen's supposed to start too. Yeah, today. that's right. Yeah. That's another thing, right? Rosen is starting. So, hey, can I hire you as my GM, though? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't make the trade. I would say, you know what? Let's roll it with Mason Rudolph. You know, and. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, we still got next year. Yeah, um, the thing about Fitz, Fitz does have magic. He will give you two or three games where you're like, why, why, why hasn't, why hasn't this guy been a better NFL right. starter? <laughs> you know, uh, and then, and then he goes back to that, you know, regular Fitz, you know, three, three interceptions kind of, you know, Fitz. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean it, that's pretty interesting, though, Chris. I'll t- I'll give you that. Here's another question. I, you know what? Let me just. I'm gonna jump off uh, topic here for a quick second. If right. the Jets go into the second or third week with only one win, say, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, after let's say if uh, Donald comes back and they lose a couple more games, mm-hmm. they're mid October, third week of October. They only got one win, and they're going into the trade deadline. Do you think – I know you guys are going to say no, but do you guys think they would trade Leonard Williams? No. They'll let him no. ride out because they won't sign him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah he, well, no, do you think they're not going to sign him? I, don't, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, it all depends on how he plays for the rest of the season. But, you know, mm-hmm. with, 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 with Joe Douglas coming in here and not – and it's not Mac. This is, you know, this like Leonard Williams pick yeah, was a Mac pick. Like right. I think, I think in Joe Douglas, like I think he's trying to make it his way and not the Mac way. So if it works out in the reg- in the regular season for Leonard Williams, he'll stay. But if it's not going to work out for him, then I don't see him. I really don't see him signing. Joe Douglas got a lot of. 
he got a lot of basically he got a lot of uh moves to make like the Harrison and he's trying to get right, this so guy that thinking. guy. That's what I'm saying. With your thinking, if they're not going to sign him, wouldn't you trade him and get something for him, even if it's a third round pick, maybe second round yeah, pick? Say, yeah, it all I will, depends. I, how, it all depends. It all depends. I will tell you. I will tell you one thing. Um, the evaluation of Leonard Williams is most likely very close to being complete by this by this uh, by this front office because uh, um, you don't wait for one season to evaluate a player. Uh, because a player could go up and down, whichever, you know, normally over time you could see trends in his play and understand, especially if you were, uh, uh, you've been evaluating players for years, like these guys have, um, they've, they've seen enough film on him to understand, even if like, uh, my friend, uh, Mr. Michael Narnia, um, on, on Twitter, um, he's a stats, stats guy, uh, stats guy. He, he always points out the fact that it's almost unheard of for a defensive lineman to have the amount of uh, rushes, uh, QB rushes and QB hits, and not sacks like um, like uh, Williams has. It's 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 a kind of an anomaly. The problem is what is what is causing that anomaly? What is it? Is it is it um, inconsistent technique? Uh, what what is it that's causing that? And we need and you know we've gotten over the whole. Oh, he's getting double teamed thing because uh, it's not true. <laughs> you know, yes, he's being double teamed, but you know, come on, you know, enough of that. Um, he needs to. He, he yes, he needs to step his game up. Uh, but I, I just, I think whatever uh, they feel about him, I think it is what it is already for them. I don't think, I don't think guys with that kind of experience would take with weight, you know. So for a few games to make a decision. I think they've already made their decision on what they're going to do. I mean, only time will tell. Yeah. Only time will tell when the weeks go by because any, anything is possible to change. We don't seen, we don't seen it happen plenty of times and many a times. So I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Let's, let's go to the, uh, the Jets Patriots uh, preview. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm not even gonna ask what it takes to beat the Patriots. Let's let's just let's just go <laughs> let's just go into uh how 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 the Jets should uh game plan against the Patriots. Oof. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, <laughs> that's all we got. Right? A lot you of take, Le'Veon you take, Bell. <laughs> you take you take you take your best player and then you give him as much touches as possible. Uh, uh, better communication on the offensive line. Um, uh, um I hope um. Uh, Falk continues that trend of uh, that kind of what what looked like uh, good anticipation throws and stuff that were just not completions at the time because of maybe uh, why, uh, drops or um, you know or whatever else a lot of pressure because the line wasn't really playing well. Um, for me, I, one of the things I look at the Patriots. It's funny when I when you look at the Patriots defense. You would think like there's all these players that get that cause all this ruckus that they always cause for everybody. You would think that they have a bunch of players that have a multitude of heavy stats. When you watch their stats, when I, I there was only one guy that had that had ever had ten sacks in a season or more. It was Bennett that they just got. Other than that, everybody was like the highest they ever went was about five or six sacks. It's crazy how they get so much performance out of guys that are basically 
I can't say they're middle of the road. They're basically a slightly above average players. But when they play within that system, they look unstoppable. You know, you take them, like there's a couple of guys that went to play for the Browns before or whatever, wherever they went, and they look like crap. They look like crap. And then they come back to New England and then they, you know, you can't stop them. I, it's, 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 the, it's crazy. It's one of those craziest things I've ever seen. And I have not been studying football for long enough to understand how, you know, I think, I guess at the end of the day, it, it, it's, it's one of those things where you just have to give, take your hat off to Bill Belichick and his defensive coordinators because they understand where to position players to make them do what they do best. And they shine at what they do, whatever little thing it is, man. That's what it is at the end of the day. But back to what, what, what I was saying, and please don't take it as I'm praising the Patriots. And, and I'm a Jets fan. I love the Jets. Trust, trust me, I just you know, like to give respect to when it's due. Um, I, think, I think, like I said, a lot of Le'Veon Bell, um, I think, I think that they need to take chances. I think at the end of the day, they need to let the Patriots understand that they're not going to just dink and dunk them. They're going to take shots. They're going to back up this, those linebackers, you know, and try to run the ball, you know, here and there, you know, and whatever, you know. So I, I, um, all, all of the above, all of what I said, you know, I think that those, those are your only chances there, man. That's it. Yeah, it's – you know what? Let's call it this game it's going to be. I mean, it's a 20-something <laughs> point spread. Let's just try to keep this game from getting way out of hand. You know, if they can keep it somewhat close, I'll be happy. I'm not expecting them to win, obviously. Um, I don't think anybody's expecting them to win today. Uh, if they could keep it close, you know, keep it respectable, I'll be happy. That's that's all I could hope for. I, I don't know what else. <laughs> point. Um, yeah, with a third fun, string quarterback uh, in, main guys hurt, you know. I just, I just, and, and and another thing I wanted to say too, if they keep the same energy, and um, um, we have to keep an eye out on the team energy. I think, I think if they keep playing at that kind of energy, especially in defense that they've been playing for the last cup for the, for the first two games, um, I think that's an indication of the a kind of a stamp of approval by the players on, on Gates, because under the circumstances with all the losing going on, all the injuries, uh, um, I think it would be, it, it would be, uh, it would behoove the players to kind of, you know, love their coach, love this, their, you know, fall, you know, give everything they have, you know, because that would be an indication that, you know, uh, Gase is doing a good job at a, as being, at being a coach. If we don't see that, that's not, that's not going to be good. Yeah. Um, fun fact, uh, Luke Falt was drafted 199 like Tom Brady and <laughs> three and he, and Luke Falt gets a week three start the same time Tom Brady got the start many years oh, ago. My against God. Peyton Manning and beat Peyton Manning that that next week, which was the uh, <laughs> Patriots was the underdogs, and now Luke Falk going against Tom Brady in week three. This is this is like yeah. deja vu. But yeah, um, Davin, <laughs> Davin, I love I love that. That was awesome. That was that's like you know as a Jets fan, you know whatever little something I can <laughs> hang on to, man. I I and I I needed that today, man. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, it was just very much a fun fact because uh, they they make it into a big deal. We we're the underdogs many years many years later. Um, so what's what's the prediction for today's game? Man, listen, <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, it's gonna be. Uh, uh, 
it's I don't see the I don't see I as much as I I I'm always you know I like to be the glass you know half full guy when it comes to my Jets I love them uh, I just don't see them too much of a too much of a team there man to play ah, twenty eight to thirteen. I'm gonna go with Patriots. Yeah. By the way, Very, if you didn't think wow. <laughs> uh, I'll say I'll go 34-17. Patriots. I'll, I'll go with a 23-14 standard because James White. Uh, they just said James White's not playing. Um, oh wow! Due to the, his child uh, childbirth. Uh, congratulations, Mr. White. But um. I, 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 I just uh, Tom Brady in the interview said that uh you know you can't sleep on any team and that he that he know that these that the Jets is gonna play hard against them. I don't know how hard, but I'm gonna say it respectably twenty three to fourteen. Um, I don't know why why it came on my head just a nine point game, but we'll we will see. But the Patriots will win today. Um. I wanted to I wanted to say one more thing. There was a stat hanging out there, and Chris normally like pays attention to this. And I I I was supposed to write it down, and I forgot a stat about when was the last time the Jets scored a touchdown in in Foxborough and Fox in Foxborough. Oh, Chris, did was, you see uh, that? Yeah, it was like four years ago. Oh, or three years ago. <laughs> and here's the other thing: who was the last starting quarterback for the Jets to win a game in Foxborough? Mark Sanchez in the playoffs. No, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Regular season. Regular season. Regular season was Brett Favre. Two thousand nine or eight? Uh, Two thousand eight. This is so bad. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible. It's terrible, but hey, it is what it is. Yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, before we predict our scores, uh, in the article, uh, the Jags not interested in trading Ramsey, so Ramsey gonna have to stay put. And Antonio Brown, uh, just listening to Schefter just now, Schefter has said that his guarantee money is definitely in jeopardy after taking shots of Robbie Kraft and uh, Ben Roethlisberger on Twitter. So the yeah, Patriots yeah. definitely not going to pay him. Mm. So there you go. <laughs> there, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's go. Let's move on. So uh, we have, I have, we haven't been keeping uh, track of our records for the first two weeks. So we'll try to keep track of our record for uh, week week three until out. So um, let's 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 get into uh, the Bengals at the at Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. I'm I'm gonna Bills. Bills. Just because of their defense, but Josh Allen is still. I'm still not big on him, but we'll go with the Bills because of the at home first first home game, right? For the Bills, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Dolphins against the Cowboys, and that's yeah, a, that's Cowboys. That's easy. <laughs> that's too easy. Dolphins is terrible. Yeah, Dolphins terrible. Um, yep, Broncos, Cowboys. Broncos at uh at Green Bay Packers. Packers. Yeah, I'm going Packers defense Packers. looks looks look like this year. Like they look better. They're more talented. They look better. I like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, going with Packers. Yeah. Packers. Uh, Falcons at Indianapolis against the Colts. I'm gonna go with the Colts. I'm going go with the Colts as well. Something is up with the Falcons, man. Mm. I think I think you could ask anybody, and they would tell you that the Falcons. I think we even questioned a lot of the things that they did off off season wise, and their O line is beat up too, which they tried to show up in the off season. In the off season, so I don't know what's going on with them. Yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely, I'll take. I, I think the Colts have a shot. Game game of the week: Baltimore Ravens at Kansas City. Holy crap. 
Yeah, it's gonna. You know what? Now we'll see what <laughs> Lamar Jackson's all about. But I, I, I still got to go with KC at home, and it's gonna be I, raining today, yeah, I, right? Yeah. The the Ravens are actually like one of those. They're built for a nasty game. They run the ball very well, and they, they, they all that play action off of the run, and. <laughs> It's it's crazy. It was just it was crazy. I woke up this morning uh, early and I put on NFL Network and they had a old Chiefs Ravens game going on and it was third and six and they lined up three tight ends, they, basically two two at the line of scrimmage and one in the backfield. And I, dude, third and six, like this is the kind of stuff they do. They basically don't care, man. They 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 want to smash you. You know, and, and the, the Chiefs' offense is, defense is not that good. You know, they haven't showed me anything that I'd like. But they have Patrick Mahomes. So, Chiefs. It's going to be a close up. game. It'll be a three-point game, but yeah, I got KC. Yeah, I got, I got KC, too. Um, Oakland at Minnesota. Oh, Jesus. You got to go Minnesota. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I, I, yeah, yeah, they are Minnesota. I, I'll, I guess I'll go with they sorry ass for the week. <laughs> yeah, who, yeah, yeah. That quarterback, whatever his name is, he definitely ain't my cousin. No, so, no, definitely. I don't know that dude. He, yeah, he, I don't know him neither. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know him neither. So. Uh, yeah, I don't have a choice, Vikings. Um, Lions. Uh, Lions against the Eagles. Eagles got some – they're banged up too, but – Yeah, I think, interesting game. Yeah, but I think they got enough to beat Detroit at home. Yeah, I feel, I feel the same way too. I like that kid, that Sega Whiteside kid. I remember coming at, coming out in the draft. I love. see I like a lot of kid. him today too. Yes, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll go with the upset. I'm going to go with Detroit. There you go. Nah, nice. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go with the upset. Um, with uh, Carolina at uh, Arizona, and I'm actually going to go with Arizona. I'm going I'm to go with Kyler Murray to win. Yeah, yeah hey, Newton is so out. I, no Newton. Panthers, so. Panthers is this is this horrible right now, and I'm going to go with no Kyler Murray to get his first win. Even their even their defense, which I thought that would be better, is kind of suspect. So yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm going to Arizona. Um, Giants at Tampa Bay. We just talked about this. Yeah, Tampa Bay. Yeah, Tampa Bay. Yeah, I got Tampa Bay as well. I'm uh, I'm I'm sorry, but uh, Daniel Jones is going to get banged up a little bit. But who knows? Anything is possible. With I, that think, I think I think I wanted to point out. I think that that Devin White kid uh, that they drafted a rookie linebacker. I think he's he's going to be out. Um, yeah. uh, this morning, I like you know that's a that's that's a that's a big miss for them. They already not that talented on defense uh, to miss their middle linebacker. That's not really a good look. Uh, but I, I, I still think that uh, Bulls could pull him at, uh, pull stuff out of his hat for, you yeah. know, to confuse right. Jones. <clears throat> well, another good game is uh, the Houston Texans at uh, Los Angeles Chargers. I'm gonna go with Chargers there. I'm gonna go with Houston. Okay. Yeah, Chargers is not. They've, they, they, they haven't showed me. Um, they've, they've been up and down, man. I don't know what's going on think, over there. I think Derwin Dames uh, <laughs> being out is uh, saying a lot for the Chargers right now. I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm, that's why I went with Houston. Yeah, I'm going to Houston too. Um, Pittsburgh is San Francisco. Uh, San Fran, man. San Fran, man. San Fran. Uh, San Fran. Yeah. Last time San Fran went 3-0 and if, if they win. <laughs> a long time ago. 
Oh, yeah. my God. Terrible. Uh, New Orleans at uh, Seattle. I'm going to go with Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't yeah. got no other choice because, uh, yeah, quarterback issue. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I'll go with Seattle. Uh, the Sunday night game is the Rams uh, against the Browns at Cleveland. Rams. Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams. Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams. I don't, think, I don't think Baker Mayfield got what it takes to be Jared Goff and Gurley. And Todd Gurley actually is looking okay, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got. I, I got think I think I think the guy on the Rams offense nobody talks about. I think and they missed him in the Super Bowl was Cooper Cup. He he, he gives a different dimension oh, to yeah. that. To the, him combined with um, Woods, Robert Woods, these two guys are guys that people are really, you know, that you know that like Woods is the guy that could burn you. You know, um, Cup is the guy gets over the middle. You know, I like I like that combination, man. Uh, it's hard to stop that offense. Um, last game, uh, the Bears at the Redskins. Now I, I got Chicago, and I got Chicago winning. But Lord Jesus, I, it will not surprise me if the Redskins beat them. Michigan. I will, yeah, I will take, I will take that one. You know how uh, I will take the, I'll take the Redskins on that one. I, uh, I, so, yeah. because until Trubisky, Trubisky, he just, I don't know. I, I don't trust him, but I, <laughs> I think he'll beat Washington though. I, I, I'm gonna go with Chicago. Tight game, I think, scoring. I, yeah, I think I think Washington is a little <laughs> is harder is a little harder to beat than than you would think. So I'm gonna reach out over. Actually, Case Keenum, the first two games actually look real decent, and I'm and I and looking at his stats, he actually performed kind of decent so far. Wide receiver, um, rookie wide receiver Terry McLaurin, man. Yes, I like uh, him. Like I, that kid, Scary Terry is nickname in college, man, huh? Mm-hmm. He, I think he run like a sub four four forty in the in the combine, and he's showing that he has the freaking route running skills. Like he has a little, couple things that he has to, you know, kind of iron out. But I, I I like that kid. He's the only guy I know in the Redskins that that could play on the fifty fifty balls because he got good hands. He's definitely got some good hands. Uh, yes. Watch watched him last week. Uh, he he did he played well against the Cowboys, but Case Keenum hasn't looked too decent. But I, like I said, I don't trust Michigan Bisky, but I could trust that defense. Mm-hmm. Now, Trubisky, now if Trubisky plays horrible against this Redskins that has gave gave him gave a lot of points away, then it it's, it tells you that uh. Chicago's in the world of trouble. Oh, yeah. Yep, it's true. Yeah. Uh, Defense is scary, but no offense, not good. Let's do the Thursday game because uh, we, we come back to the matter. Every time we get to all the games, we don't do the Thursday game. The Thursday mm-hmm. game is Eagles at – oh, the Eagles against the Packers. It's going to be hard to pick because – I would like to see what happens this weekend. But I'm yeah. going to go with the Eagles. I'm going to go with the actual Packers winning at Lambeau. I, I, I think they're going to hit a 4-0 for the first time since I don't know when. Damn. Oh, that's a tough one, man. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'll go with Davin. I'll go with you, man. I, I, I Something I, – I had a lot of faith in the Eagles. So something is kind of off here, man. I don't know what it is. I, it, it, I can't put my finger on it. There's something off in the, with the Eagles. Maybe they're going to catch whatever it is, uh, get rid of it, whatever it is, uh, by midseason. But I think, I think right now they're, uh, they're not really there. Yeah, no, I mean, the Packers' defense actually looks a lot freaking better than the last five, ten years. So, Agreed. I don't know. 
Because <laughs> I don't know, uh, Aaron Rodgers still is Aaron Rodgers with that defense. Uh, that defense is amazing ever since they brung in the three guys. So, um, yeah, I, I got the Packers. And, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm not even going to ask you, uh, Chris. I'm not even going to ask. I'm not even going to ask you, Chris, about the Eagles no more because I already know who you're going to pick. <laughs> yep, you, you know who Chris is going to pick. But but anyways, that's it for the podcast. Make sure you uh make sure you follow us on Twitter again, Just Fans Podcast, and at NY Just Fans Podcast on Instagram. As always, as, we sorry that we had to bring it out Sunday morning, but things do happen in, in real life, and we'll try to do better. Um, but until next week, take flight. Take flight, guys. <laughs>